This is an NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by Baseballism, a premium lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime. Baseballism is America's brand. Now batting for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 112 of the NYYST podcast presented to you by Baseballism.com. I'm your host, Christian. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And it's the House of Stack Guy Rye. What up? Is that like is a, that game? a Game of Thrones thing? Is that a Game of Thrones thing? I don't think so. Is well, it? I heard people on Twitter. Yeah, house will be House Stacy. Oh, is that, that what it is? That would be our house. That's Game of Thrones why, tonight, know, baby. Stack guy rides Fugazi because he doesn't even care that the Yankees lost because yeah, Game of dude. Thrones is tonight. It's the realist. So he's just like, oh, Game of Thrones is cool. Like, I get to see, like, well, it makes me feel better about and dragons. Yeah, it's got leprechauns in it. It definitely does. There might be one leprechaun. No, he's not a leprechaun. Uh, you know, if you don't laugh, you cry. So uh, <laughs> it's been another rough weekend for the Yankees. They dropped their third straight uh, home series to They've open the year. They've only won one series, right? Dude, I mean, they're three and six at home. And, you know, we'll get into it in a little bit. You know, the injury news just keeps getting worse and worse. But still, it's no, I mean, it, to it's me, no it's really no excuse to keep losing games. Really not. You're not you're look, you want to you want to say, uh, you know, you're not playing. It's not like they've been playing Houston and Seattle, who's been playing really well. And, you know, and, and the Red Sox and the Rays and good teams, they're playing bottom feeder teams. When you look at the, the standings at the end of this season, the White Sox and Tigers and Orioles are all going to be near the and bottom of their, are going to be near the bottom of their, their divisions. It's just frustrating, man. I mean, and I saw this stat today that the Yankees have had a lead in 14 of, of the 15 games this year. That's fucking terrible. And, you know, it's so frustrating because you want to be able to say, okay, they're playing like shit right now. They're injured. They'll get healthy and they'll be okay. But injury or not, they just shouldn't be fucking losing to these teams. It's that's it's just discouraging. And Tanaka looked so good today, fell off the face of the earth earth in the fourth, and then after that happened, you just saw the team go dead. Saw the team go dead. Yeah, what did they have, one hit in the last, like, six innings today or something? Who cares? I certainly, um, you know. I don't know. You know. It's like Tim Anderson here, you know. Grand Slam was was a backbreaker, and... You know, when did you ever feel like a Yankee team falling down two runs and they were they would be completely out of the game? When did you ever have that feeling that two runs was insurmountable to a Yankee team? I mean, that part you can you can you know blame the injuries because this lineup doesn't have the same depth. But you know what was encouraging yesterday? You saw them play a little small ball and manufacture runs. And today, right off the bat, they're doing the same thing. And you're like, maybe this team is going to adjust to this to this new offense right now while everyone's hurt, start manufacturing runs, and start playing the game the way they need to to win. You know, and they brought this up during the game today, right? You know, bottom of the seventh inning, you got to run. Urshel is on first base. He singles. 
you know, Kyle Higashioka is a third string catcher. It's a three one count, and he's swinging away. And he grounds into a double play. I told you this already, man. The Yankees don't give the take sign. It's crazy. And Paul O'Neill, like, uh, you know, I don't know if he was throwing Boone or whoever under the bus, but he said, you know what? When I was, he said, when I was playing that, I had to look down at the third base coach because I knew that the take sign right. was coming. Right. That was old school baseball, man. It just doesn't happen anymore. You know, you're, you know what? You're not Aaron Judge. You're not even Luke Voigt. You're Kyle Higashioka, the third string catcher. Somebody's got to put a take sign on there. Kyle know, Higashi, he, he should have called timeout and walked down and been like, Coach, you trying to give me the take sign? Because I think I should take. Or, or, or have a fucking approach at the plate. Just like I've talked about. These guys aren't little leaguers. He's played minor league ball. Yeah. Figure out what's coming. Okay. Only if swing Ka- if it's your pitch. If you're Kyle Higashioka. Oh, Jesus. What? He's going to be trigger happy here. You're the third string catcher. You're here because the team is falling apart. Don't you play hero ball? Isn't that what he's doing? Isn't that what a lot of guys are doing? You know who's on my shit list right now? Who? Glaber Torres. Get him out of a premium position in the lineup. I don't care who is who's uh, healthy right now. Bat him sixth, bat him seventh, because we've and okay. Who are you is, getting bat in the top I don't, of the line? I don't care. I don't really care right now because we've seen this, and this is not to say that this is something that he can't break out of. But when Glaber Torres is put higher in this lineup, bat second, bat third, bat fourth, he gets too big. Yeah, I agree with that. And he's killing us right now. He's, I agree with that, but you need to be top heavy at this point. You have no one. I'd rather. I. It's going to sound crazy, but I'd rather have. Mike Talkman batting fifth, Talk in this, batting fifth in this lineup and having a productive Glaber Torres batting sixth or seventh than getting absolutely nothing out of Torres because he's just he's swinging for the fences up there. That's not his game. Well, we've seen, too, this lineup really, really thrives when, I, I mean, this is such a stupid statement, but when they're balanced top to bottom, they're a very, they're a much more, um, effective team and that's not to say like they have to have superstars down at the bottom of the lineup but when you have a guy who can you know put a ball uh, up the middle or something like Torres and and when Andujar was in there down at the lower half of the order it made this team just so much better maybe you're right maybe they do need to stick him down there and and you know maybe someone else too can I say something before that guy Ryan has a coronary over there yeah can we can uh can we say to the fans to please uh, head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review See for the that? show, please? See that, right? You saved us. Five stars, please. You saved us. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm mean, pretty awesome. Even though you're not probably not in a five-star mood. No, he is because Game of Thrones is on tonight. I'm no, in he's a in a five-star mood. Star mood. Sure. The fans yeah. aren't. Hey, I get upset when they nah, lose. It's, it's, They're six it's, and nine, but I'm a realist, dude. They're injured. They, they're not going to play a... You know, great baseball right now. They have to play reasonable baseball. They're not they're there not yet. No, they're not. They're not even either. playing they're good. They're not playing good at all. They're not it's even just, playing decent. You right want now. them to to at least be five hundred after these what first happened? two months. Here we go. Friday. I don't right? know if that's gonna happen. I know. After the no, first I, two months? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Let's go let's go let's let's go back to Friday, right? We didn't end up going to the game because both their wives are a little under the weather. 
and I, the last thing either one of us wants to do is to drag cranky wives to a baseball game, especially in the weather that it was on Friday. And especially the way they're playing. So we decided, and it was probably a smart idea, to it be was honest a good call. with you. Because ba- I've had tickets pe- to three games, by the way. I haven't gotten to one. Ba- uh, based on reports that I heard, it was almost impossible trying to get home. So it must have really? been really fun trying to drive. O- would have been really fun trying to drive over the bridge. Oh, we would have been miserable. <clears throat> so anyway, right? So you go back to Friday, okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Earlier in the day, what, what did we hear? This is, it's just like, it It literally poured, and then it, but before that, it, it poured also on the Yankees. Was that the Batances news? That was the Batances news. And Actually, the, let's go back to Thursday night. It, we had the day off, right? Gary Sanchez is fine. Gary Sanchez is oh, fine. yeah. Right? Yeah. Pinch it. We're just being Pinch cautious. It, We're just being cautious. Right. Right? We're just being cautious. Right. Gary Sanchez is fine. He's fine. We're recording the show. We get done recording the show Thursday night. What do we hear? Kyle Higashioka gets pulled from the game, and he's being told he's getting called up. What does that? What does that automatically mean? It's, Matt, it's uh, not uh, Romine, uh, uh, but we'll get there. We will get to Austin Romine. Obviously, something went wrong with Gary Sanchez. And can we just say something else too? You go back and listen to our last episode. We had a full segment talking about how important. Delm Batances is to this team and how they need him back and how he's detrimental to this bullpen. And then no, he's not news, detrimental to the bullpen. Him being out is detrimental to the bullpen. Yeah, whatever. So Sorry, you, I'm not a whiz. I'm not a not a vocabulary whiz like you. Clearly. Okay. And then now now bad and news you're gonna, on him. He, now you're gonna get mad. Bad news on him now. He's triggered again. I'm always triggered, right? It's me. Yeah, well, he's going to be out now six to seven more weeks. And that, what is that before Who? he even. Don't the chances. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that even before he's going to be able to pick up a baseball? Or like I think six to said, seven weeks? Probably. Did they say they were shutting him down for six weeks or they I were shutting him down weeks. for three weeks? I think six. I, I could you, be wrong, but. Maybe Ryan can. Look I heard that up. six True, weeks I on him. I, I don't know up. what that meant. So. Uh, so, yeah. So, everybody, you know. You know, is automatically freaking out. So, of course, are you expected to? Are you, should you should you have any type of good feeling that Kyle Gashioka getting called up means anything other than uh, than Gary Sanchez was going on the injured list? No, you knew it. You knew it. You knew it. It's going to be three weeks until he can participate in baseball oh, okay. activities, and then six to seven weeks until he can make his return. Okay, so team. add two weeks to each of those yeah. time frames. And then the set. Don't that's, forget the setback. That's back. the Yankees' mo. The setback will happen. The setback. I'm waiting. We'll have, we'll have another setback. All right. right. I'm waiting for the news that uh, Austin Romine's going on the injured list. So let's keep it. Let's keep an uh, eye on that while Why? we're recording. We'll get there. Can let's go through things in a timely fashion. Here. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, a timely fashion here. Okay. Sorry. So then, what happens? We go through the day on. Uh, we go through the day on Friday. Boom! Gary's on the injured list. What happened? He's got a, a strain in the calf. You know, but the training staff said there was nothing wrong with him on Tuesday. On Thursday, when was it? Wednesday. Wednesday was the game. Wednesday, right? That's when he pinch hit. There was nothing wrong with him, right? And then, you know, you get the jackals coming out, killing Aaron Boone. That it was negligent that he pinch hit Gary Sanchez. Well, you know what? The manager's only going on what the information is that he has, and if the training right. staff is telling him that Gary's okay, 
then Gary's okay. Gary's okay. And then you want to know what? You, you stupid anti-Boone jerk-offs. You know, what, what would have happened if uh, Boone let Gary Sanchez ride on the bench on Wednesday night? Uh, would have gotten cold. Would have. No, they would have killed him for that, too. Oh, oh, yeah. How could you leave Gary Sanchez on the bench? I can't win. You, you know, how, Tyler Wade, you let Tyler Wade hit in the ninth inning down whatever the situation was when Gary Sanchez was there. So, you know what? It's just like I'm not even watching. the. It's just like I'm watching, but I'm in like autopilot. Like I'm just watching and I'm just not, I'm just not there emotionally right now. I don't know what it is. Is it the team? It's just is how it they're the playing, injuries? man. They're not hitting the ball. They're not. Is coming it just through. like I just feel like no matter what happens, they're just gonna find a way to lose lately? I, that is the case. I don't know. That is what's been happening, man. What did you say, Christian? Uh, for fourteen out of, of out of fifteen games this year, they've had the lead in fourteen of them. Yeah, that's, so that's literally you know what's what? happening. That's pro- yeah, because even when they have a lead, I'm just not even. No, I'm not even thinking they're gonna win. Six and ten. Six and nine. Six and nine. I'm six sorry. Six and nine. The fourteen of the first fifteen games they've had a lead in. Man, that's they were up two that's nothing terrible. today. So, all right, so now, and then what happened again? Oh, now, Dylan Batanz, and then we hear Boone say, oh, his uh, Dylan Batanz's, uh sim game didn't go well. Well, that's just that's just peachy. That's great. That's that's amazing that the, the guy, the real linchpin to this bullpen that's been struggling through the first part struggling. of the season, uh, he, his sim game went wrong. And then and then what happened? They jumped up 4-1, to one, and you're like, okay, you know what's a good tonic? For all this news, bad pitching. So they took advantage of Lucas Giolito a little bit. They have four to one, and then well, then all of a sudden, what happened? Then all of a sudden, you blink, and then they're they're losing. They're down, and then the rain comes. And I said, actually, uh, it was um, they were actually still up five to three at one point, and then the uh, White Sox t- scored four in the fifth. And I said at that point, I said the Yankees are going to lose a game. That they were up four to one in, and they're going to get some really bad news on Dylan Batances because that's just the way the season has been. And what happened? Rain shortened game. They called the game after uh, while the Red uh, the White Sox were batting in the seventh. They lose nine to six. And what happens bef- in between when the game stopped and when they called it? What happened? Cashman comes out and says, "Oh, you know what? Dylan's probably going to be gone for seven weeks now. He's got to be pissed, right? Like Cashman's got to be furious right now." Because who's, whether, he mad, who's he supposed to be mad at? It doesn't matter. You just got to be, you got to be fucking angry. And a little news came out from Hoke that they gave up Ellsbury's locker. And I feel like that was a move by Cashman out of frustration. We don't know when they did that. The new Hoke tweeted it Saturday morning. It was Gio Rochella had the locker. So Gio Rochella has been up here for a little bit now. We don't know exactly when that happened. Although, didn't Rochelle debut with the team when they were on the road? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe it did happen on Friday. Maybe. Maybe it happened on Friday and nobody noticed it till Saturday. So, like, no matter no matter what we hear about Ellsbury, we can just uh, assume it's bullshit that he's not coming back. I don't think we ever see Jacoby Ellsbury in a ever. Yankee uniform again. I don't again. think in any uniform ever again. Good riddance. But, uh, yeah. So then, you know... Crummy, just an all-around crummy, crappy, shitty, shitty. day on Friday. Shitty the weather, day. the news, the way the team played. All right. Then finally, you say to yourself, okay, if we can hold on to something. It's now that maybe we can get, you still see it now. You can start, 
try to feel that the energy turning a little bit that G uh GG CC is back. And Man, he was he pitched he, really well. He was stellar on on Saturday. He, he was phenomenal. He gave up one exactly hit over five innings. And again, the anti-booners are out killing him. Oh, why you only let CC pitch five innings? Look, I understand he only threw what sixty-eight pitches in the game. Scott back his, from heart it's surgery. His first man. start after heart surgery with the bum knee. You're not going to overtax the guy, especially no. when they had Herman ready to piggyback him. You're not going to overtax CC no, Sabathia. And you, and you know what? Even though he's a veteran, you gotta ha- you gotta still build up that confidence. You can you had the ability at that point to take him out in the fifth inning after he gave up one hit and no runs and really stopped the White Sox and gave his team a chance to win, which was beyond needed at that point. You know what? You don't want to push him too far for that. You take him out. You you have him feeling good. You have the team feeling good. I thought they were, uh, you know, foot in the right direction there, step in the right direction, and then today happens. And it's just another setback. And to tell you the truth, I thought they were going to lose on Saturday as well because the it's zero zero into the seventh, and you know, uh, Bird makes an error, and that leads to uh, you know a free runner for the White Sox. And I'm like, this is where they're going to blow the game. He's got to stop with the errors, man. Uh, he's just, basically he's just going to he's just going to stop playing he's right stop. now. Okay, yeah. Go away, man. Because away. and when the lineup came out today, what did I say to you? This shows what the Yankees think mm-hmm. of Greg Bird right now. The Yankees had to play either Talkman or Bird today. A lefty was pitching, but based on who's available to them, and even if Romine was 100% healthy, which he's not, and we'll get to that in a quick second, uh, you're not going to start both your catchers. It's just not practical. No. You can't. No. So your bench is Wade, whoever catcher you're not starting, and either Bird or Talkman. So the Yankees, with a lefty on the mound, decided that they'd rather have the immortal Mike Talkman play than Greg Bird. And doesn't that just tell you everything you need to know about what the Yankees feel about Greg Bird right now? Yes, it absolutely does. Talkman could run, huh? That was a nice run he scored today. He's atrocious. Yeah, he's not He's good. He's number 39. I mean, I mean, we went over this already. He's a mm-hmm. bum. So let's get into Greg Bird a little bit here. Let's see his stats for the year. Let's that guy Ryan bring uh, him he's up. He's batting negative four hundred. Well, he's not. He's not Chris Davis. Bad one but, home run, but he's batting one with one home run and one RBI. He's batting one seventy one. I only knows how his on base percentage is two ninety three. He's I would non-existent. Ju- I would just throw the fastball right down the middle to him. He's not going to hit it. He's six hits, six six walks, non-existent. And the funny part is, if you watch him, he has decent at bats. He doesn't usually go down like strike one, strike two, strike three. You, he can, he works the count decently, but he misses his pitch all the time. All the time, he misses his pitch. Always, Always. on top of the ball. Always. And when he swings the bat, it's like you're right. He has a long swing. It's like there's two one hundred pound plates. Yeah, you're right, man. On the bat, and he can't. It's just impossible. For him to push the weight through the zone. He does. He has a long swing, but he has a good swing. It's he's a still, choke up a little. Huh? It's still, he's got a long swing and it's slow. He, he, has no, he has no life through the zone. No, he doesn't. And and we we were talking about this yesterday. You know, you look at Luke Voigt's numbers and his run production numbers are pretty solid. I think he's got, what, four home runs and 13 RBIs after today. 
which is pretty good because even if he holds that pace, it's going to put him. I mean, Jesus, if he holds that pace, he's going to be well over 40 and 100 RBIs yeah. for the year, which I don't think anybody would say no to. Uh, are you kidding me? Fucking take that every day of the week. But he's, you know, it's either it's it's boom or bust for him because is he is he batting over two hundred now? But that's okay. It's not okay to bat under two hundred four. Two hundred four batting two hundred four is not okay though. Four dingers. Right now it's not. But okay, but you still see when Luke Voigt, he's he's not driving the ball as well as he did last year. But you get a little glimmer of hope with Luke Voigt when he makes contact. You still see that he hits the ball well like most, today. most actually, of the time. Oh no, never mind. When, Gra- when Greg Bird makes contact, he never. Oh, it's s- awful. What's the what's the what's the phrase that Aaron Boone loves to use? Impact the ball. When does Greg Bird ever impact the ball? Never. It's just fucking never. Luke Voigt had a nice base hit today. Yeah, he did. It was RBI. Mm-hmm. There you go. That might have been his first RBI this year. That no, come he, on, he had one no, he had oh right. yeah, right, right, right. that blooper, right. right. And he that keeps breaking his bat, so maybe he wants to get his lumber checked. Too. Maybe, but his RBI totals are actually—I think he's tracking better in terms of RBI than he was last year. He had what forty-seven games, thirty-six RBIs, and fifteen games. He already has fourteen ribbies. So, no, I mean, he's doing he's a decent. He's doing a decent job. Runs. He's doing a decent job. Yeah, you can't. I mean, look if if you're gonna if you're gonna rip apart anyone, Luke Voigt isn't gonna be the person you're doing it, even though he, even though he's batting two hundred four right now. He's he's producing runs on a team that needs run production. So I don't care how he's doing it. If it's going to be a home run here and there, Luke Voigt's been in the middle of almost every win. Not that there's been many of them, but he's been in the middle of a lot of them. Yeah, at least so you can't really knock the guy. You need, but he's one of the guys that you need a little bit more mm-hmm. from right and now. And it's early. They they they'll get more. They'll get more. Yeah, right now you do because he's stepping up. You in a need spot. more, and I I never want to take a shot at Aaron Judge, but you need him to just go off on one of these absolute yes. monster home run tears where he's hitting four or five home runs in a week. Just not happening right now. And yeah, but I know it's not happening. But you need it to happen. Right. Somebody's got to put this team on their back. But right seriously now. though, who's protecting anyone right now? That's why. I mean, you know what? Seriously. There's no protection in this lineup. What That's... do you do? Do you, I mean, uh, what do you do? Do you, I mean, Lemay, you bat it lead off today. Do you put him behind Judge? I don't know. <sighs> Maybe. And everybody that was clamoring for going to lead off. It, Hicks is on his way back. It was still going to be. It, I would be shocked if we saw him before May first. Shocked. Really? I disagree with you. Boone said he basically needs a whole spring training. They said. They said they're gonna send him down, but they'll expedite everything if he's feeling okay. He and feels he, okay and now. He said the and back even, is a, is a non-issue right now. You know what? You can't take it. You, you can't. Estimated return five three. What did I tell you? I'd be shocked if you saw him before May first. You're gonna. You're not gonna take a risk with him. This injury prone guy here, Aaron Hicks. That's all he does is get fucking hurt. Sick of it. Yeah, that's a big piece they're missing there. But this has offense. become like this has become comical because Aaron Every Hicks day. can be your leadoff hitter. Aaron Hicks can be your three hitter. He's a switch hitter. He's very versatile in the lineup. We talked about that. He's got power. He's got speed. I mean, he's got to stay healthy. And he's him. And if you can get him and stand back in this lineup, it'll cure a lot of what's wrong with this team because. Even though you should be winning games with the lineup that you have, even with the injuries, 
Dude, you add Stan, you add Hicks. What does that do? It takes the pressure off of Glaber Torres where yeah. he can bat six. Yeah, but and and then you be and then Glaber Torres becomes a productive player for you again. And look, I agree with you, but how much of this can we really blame on the offense? Are they like scored just two on runs the offense. Today. You could blame yeah, it on today, them. but we just talked about how many games they've had a lead in. And how many, you know, they didn't score in Houston. I mean, yeah, they got three off of Verlander, which is great, but you're not going to win a lot of games scoring three runs. They didn't score against it was, uh, the Garrett Cole game. They didn't really. How many runs did they score in that game? You know, they didn't score runs in the first two series. Yeah, but it's just a matter of, the, it, it's just a matter of them having the lead more times than not. And, yeah, but and they also count that. But it. like when they were in, uh, when they played Detroit, the first se- uh, the second series of the season, they were up one nothing early. That counts as having a lead. It's still a dropped lead. It's still a loss because of not being able to hold a lead. Six, so they scored six yeah, runs they scored. in two games. I mean, that's not going to do. I mean, you're not going to get a lot when that happens. The thing that worries you is that it's. It's not the guy, the replacements that are costing them these games. It's the guys that they're counting on to help them win for the entire year. It's guys like Zach Britton. Zach Britton's really got to step up he, a bit. And yesterday he pitched really well. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's just you know, it's it's they're the, just not clicking. It's the guys we, that you expect to do a little bit better than they're doing right they're now. They're not clicking. You can't fully expect them to right now. They're not even close to being the team that is supposed to be out on the field. You just. You would hope they could get by a little bit better than they have so far. And it is more frustrating than it normally would be because of what you just said. Mm-hmm. Because it's because they're not the getting blown Burton's out in, in the Chad Greens and the James Paxton's and today the Tanaka's and Jay you know, Hap. Jay Hap. These aren't injury replacement no. guys. And, and I think who, that's who really have been, where who comes. have been the best players that we've had this year. The, uh, Domingo Herman. Jonathan uh, Luizaga hasn't been that great, but it's guys that, you know, are stepping up in their role that they weren't even supposed to be. Tyler Wade had a big game yesterday. They are. Not good, but it's, it's whatever I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be just happy with if they, they can go 500 throughout this long stretch, however long it lasts with so many injuries. And then you go on a nice eight, 10 game winning streak and it's all balanced out. Do you feel like the Rays are starting to run away with this thing? No. No, but it's scary that they're in first because they were the team I said, you know, I don't think they're going to win the division, but we also they're, said they're, that. The team, they're the team scary. that's going to be very, you know, a, a, they're going to be a thorn in your side. And we also said that when we thought the Yankees were going to put a representative team on the field. So, I mean, until they get healthy, are they going to put themselves in such a hole that they can't climb out of? They're five games out of first place already. Are they, you know, the Rays, I don't think they're going to play 750 ball all year, but, you know, can the Yankees get hot and close the gap? And, you know, even if the Rays come down a little bit, they're, they're a good team. I don't think anybody was, was really sleeping on them. We thought that at full strength that they weren't on their level, of the Red Sox or the Yankees, but, you know, we don't know what's really going on in Boston and the Yankees aren't at full strength. So the Red Sox are taking, I mean, the Rays are taking advantage of it. I'll be honest with you. It's so difficult for me to, to do these shows right now because it's difficult for me to have a true feeling. Like I'm almost indifferent right now because I've reminded myself time and time again, yes, these games matter. These games do matter. They matter every, in the grand every scheme. Every game matters, but you can't evaluate a team this early on. 
We're not even at a football injured. season yet. Right. A football game. No, we're not even at a, an entire season's worth of games. They play 16 games in the regular season. They've oh, only played oh, gotcha. 15 baseball games. No, right. And it's just like, that's why I'm kind of indifferent because does it suck that the Rays are five and a half games up right now and 12 and four and the Yankees are six and nine and could be really burying the Boston Red Sox if they were playing decent? Yeah, it sucks. It sucks that they're losing. It's discouraging. I'm not happy about it, but I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent because I, I know that in two months from now, we can all be sitting here saying, remember when they fucking sucked in the beginning of the year? Look at this team. Can you imagine they went six and nine? We're going to be saying that. I believe that wholeheartedly. When do you pull the plug on it? When do you feel like they can't come back from it? Memorial Day. Honestly. Nah. I, I, I don't. If they win 10 games in April, you're still going to have a good feeling about yes. this team? Well, you got to think yes. about the whole two wild, it's a two wild card format. So maybe, maybe you can say, when are you going to give up aspirations for winning the division? But <sighs> you know I, I see this team regardless being competitive until September for Dude, a playoff it, spot. Listen, if Boston was in first place right now, 12 and four or better than that, then I'd say, oh shit, this, they're putting themselves in the worst hole ever. I just don't see the Ra- look, I, and I think the Rays are going to be good, but I don't see them sustaining I mean, this kind of success all year. So I'm not that worried yet. We're two games out of that second wild card. If you like, you know, if you want to, yeah, but you're not. Even, yeah, I, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Nothing matters right now no. as far as standings go. It's just a matter of waiting for your team to click. And I thought that was going to happen yesterday. I thought with that win. They were going to kind of roll out and, and start putting together wins. This team can't even win a fucking series against the White Sox. You guys feel like maybe Judge should kind of stop talking a bit in these post-gamers. Like he's saying, he said yesterday after the 4 nothing win that he felt that the team's turning a corner. And he kind of keeps saying these phrases and these... these. Yeah, but that's what he's there for. I know, he's, but then they're not backing... Job. He's not backing up his he's not, statements, yeah, though. But I think not, he should kind of... Take a step back. He's got to be confident. Uh, if he's not going to step up and say something, then who yeah. is? Somebody's got to be the face of the team. I mean, what do you team. want him to say? To just if he's maybe, not going to say maybe that. Maybe not say that. Maybe be like, look, we're struggling right now with injury, but we know what we're capable of. We know what we have to do. Not, not. I think we, we're turning a corner. Okay. Well, maybe he felt that way yesterday. Yeah. I felt that way. I feel a lot of things, but I don't say what I feel I mean, look, that's fair. If if you would rather hear that out of him, I can't disagree with you. I don't like this false hope he's kind of, he keeps promoting all this hope and then they're not backing it up. So I, I'm, look, I'm fully, like, I want him to be confident and everything. He's got to be optimistic. Speak his mind and stuff. I just think he's got to kind of take a step back with this whole, we're, we're better than we're playing. We know you are, but now you got to show it instead of, continuing to talk yeah I, I that's just my that. say on it all right all right okay you know uh-huh. keep your mouth shut down <laughs> i love judge he's my favorite player you know it's it's what the fans that had an issue with aaron boone about that he, the uh, turning the corner thing after they got swept in houston but you know we said it and i'll say it again the, you know the yankees the yankees are gonna they want this they don't want the sky is falling down they don't want the manager, the public face of the team to perceive, you know, and to show that. He shouldn't. I agree. End of story. He shouldn't. Because the earth, because it's just 15 games. It's a bad stretch. Oh, it, listen. It just sucks, though. Listen, it sucks. it's okay to be mad and discouraged and upset that you've waited all this time and through the first 15 games, 
Your team looks like a pile of dog shit. It's more than okay to be upset about. But to sit here and say this team sucks and they're not going anywhere and they're in trouble. No, they're not. Not yet. They're lucky the Red Sox started like this. We had the same talk last year. Does everybody remember? Does everyone remember through the first 18 games we had the same talk? Yeah, well, now they have to win four in a row to be 10 and nine. What start was worse last year or this year? This year. This year. I'd Why? Because you have because to me to me this is this is worse because you don't have any answers for anything. But they also don't have any players. Yeah, and you don't know when they're coming back. And every day, right, every day that right. you think somebody's coming back, somebody else gets hurt. Or somebody that On is the injury hurt. front, it's worse, obviously, but I'm talking about the actual the actual fact that they are not playing well out of the gate. Last year was definitely worse for me because they had a full team. This year, they don't have anybody. There's way more expectations this year than there were last year. Right, but with players that aren't even near the field. It doesn't matter. I'm going to tell you again, they they still shouldn't. And here's the the two things that are different, right? Number one, Boston went on a frigging tear to start the season, and you just felt like that, you know, okay, what are we going to do? This year, it's... Boston's not even playing well. This is our year now to bury them in the beginning of the season, to keep them down, and they're not doing it. And yeah, it's just one bit of bad news after the next. And every time you get, you get either get somebody else hurt or somebody that is hurt gets hurt is hurt worse now. And instead of Sevy coming back, maybe May first. Now it's mid June. Instead of getting Batances back in in late April, now it's seven weeks. You know, it's just one thing after another. And eventually, when does it become that the season is lost? It's not, not it's not now, but when but what else has to happen before you're like, this is just gonna be one of those years. I listen, this season so far is showing glimpses of a throwaway season. If these guys mm. are gonna continue not not because they're losing, because of the setbacks, the constant setbacks, maybe this just isn't the year. But look at, I mean, maybe we're just going to continue to get bad news after bad news. Mm-hmm. I maybe. still think that their depth is better than a lot of the American League. Look, look at the American League. But man. we're talking about depth with like maybe four injuries tops. Right, right now, right now, this whole team is injured. That, yeah, your depth you, is you Quinn Frazier to step but in. But I'm saying their depth is still better, even with all these injuries than like, yeah, the bottom feeders of the American. Yeah, but League. you could feel the fucking All Star team with the with the uh, injured players right now. Yeah, oh, but your yeah. depth is now Clint Frazier steps in and becomes a starter when you lose a outfielder. Now it's Mike right. Talkman has to play because Clint Frazier's already playing because now you're down two outfielders if you want to count Stan right. in that regard. And you can't. Even, and you know who? A guy like Greg Bird. This is your time to shine. This is a time to show. Everybody that whatever faith Brian Cashman had in you is is warranted, and he's not doing it. He's not even he's not even starting over Mike Talkman. Just say that out loud mm-hmm. and think about how utterly atrocious that is. That Greg Bird is not even starting over Mike Talkman because I somebody's going to say, well, that's a first baseman versus a, a an outfielder. It doesn't matter. You can manipulate the lineup where Talkman is your left fielder or bird is your, you can play bird at first. Voight can be your DH and then Frazier's in the outfield because didn't Frazier DH today. Yeah. Okay. So you can do that easily, but the Yankees said, Mike Talkman, Mike 
Talkman, Talkman is a better option for us if we want to win this game today than Greg Bird. Yep. I still think no matter what happens, though, that they will be competing for at least a wild card come September. Just, I mean, the American League, this is the worst the American League's been in years. Yeah, and that's it's really, getting worse and worse you know every what, year. Brian, that's yeah. really depressing. Yeah, no, I'm not fucking happy that I'm saying that. Like, it sucks. We go in saying they're going to win the World Series, and now I'm saying that they're going to compete for the second wild card. I can't card. say anything. No, I, I'm, I can't. I'm not saying, I, I'm, I still think they'll win this division. It's I just, can't look at this hurt, team. Man. I can't look at this team. In, in the long stretch, for a long time, I have to just isolate these first 15 games, and they've been really shitty and really difficult to watch. Look, That's all I can I say. I That's agree. just so all I can say. Who has more right of a right positive right. outlook and is able to compartmentalize things more you, than I it's do? It's the worst. I hate it. But, but you rationalize me. But here's what the issue You're is like right the better now. Half. Here's what my issue is You're right everything now. everything I'm not. Shut your mouth. I just wanted you to get there. You have no positive reinforcement from this team right now. None. Correct. Okay, so you say the first six games. Okay, you know what? It sucks. We lost two out of... We we only won two out of six versus two really bad teams. Team's a little banged up. We'll go on the road. We'll play better. They sweep Baltimore. They score 15 runs in the final game. They're hitting a bunch of home runs. You're like, okay, here we go. All right, let's go. Let's rock and roll now. Even though we're still a little little banged up, we're going to play better baseball. And we'll take it from there. And then what happens? They get swept by Houston. And you're like, all right, you know what? Right now, Houston is is healthy. I know Bregman got a little uh, banged up in the series, but Houston's healthy. They're one of the top teams in Major League Baseball. And we got the White Sox coming in. You know, nope. You know what? It sucks we got swept, but you know what? You understand the situation. We were on the road. We, you know, you you deal with it. You move on. We're playing really bad teams again, and White Sox and the Royals on this homestand. Let's go and take care of business. And what happens? Boom. Jump out to a four to one lead on on uh, Friday night. And then you end up losing the frigging game. And then you're like, OK, you know what? You know, it was just going to be one of those days, one of those days where it's really bad weather out. We got really bad injury news. It, Gary's on the DL now. We got bad news on Batances, but CeCe's coming back. CeCe's going to fucking spark us now. A big leader in the clubhouse. What happens? They win on they win Saturday four nothing win. You see a couple of things you like. The pitching was outstanding. They they manufactured runs. Judge hit a home run. You're like, yeah, here we go. Now let's go win a series. Through the first three innings, they're up two nothing. Tanaka looks great. And then what happens? It just fucking falls apart again. Yeah. So what do you how what are you supposed to feel good about? And I know it's 15 games. It's such a it's 10% of the season. It can easily turn, but there's you have nothing to hang your hat on right now. Even if they won out and won the two games versus Boston, you have any any good feeling that they're going to go out there and put that back to back with no, uh, another series with a series win against the friggin' Royals? I don't. No, you can't. You can't. You're right. When you're right, you're right. How many times did the <clears throat> Yankees strike out today? Uh, it didn't really seem like a lot. Yeah, it didn't seem like they catered. Well, they probably they probably struck out twenty times, and it just wasn't. Really Probably. paying attention. Um, can we do a little spot for the sponsor? Sure, go real ahead. quick. Um, we have, like I said last week or a couple couple weeks ago, we have those uh, flagman caps coming out to you. If you haven't been on baseballism.com, check them out. Uh, whether you are a former player, just a fan of the game, a wife, a mother, kid, a dog. They have stuff for dogs. Yeah, great I, stuff for I dogs. Got my dog's collar from there. 
Nice. Uh, check out baseballism.com. They have honestly have some great apparel, great accessories. Check out baseballism.com. Use promo code NYYST to save 15% off your order. We are going to hear from them real quick. And when we come back, we will hear Christian's final words or final segment. I don't know. I don't know what you have planned, but I'm excited to hear it. Okay. Because you look angry. I'm angry because now all of a sudden I had a final segment planned. No, your final segments. Okay. Okay. Hey, have you heard about baseballism? A premium lifestyle apparel brand focusing on the class, tradition, and history of baseball. You can find everything from accessories such as phone cases and watches to your next favorite baseball tee. Whether you're a player or just a fan of the game, Baseballism has something for everyone. They also have multiple stores, including one in Cooperstown, home of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Hop online to Baseballism.com and check out all they have to offer. Just be sure to use promo code NYYST at checkout for 15% off your entire order. Baseballism, a brand built for love of the game. Thank you to Baseballism uh, for sponsoring the show. Follow them on Twitter at Baseballism. Uh, NYYST will save you 15% off your order. Uh, so you want to do a final segment, Mr. Showrunner. Final now. segments. Whatever you have planned. I don't have anything planned. The only thing I, I really have planned, to, to be honest, is we got to talk about James Paxton. Okay. It came out earlier today on Sunday that he was tipping his pitches. Oh, right. And you actually, you know what? Before we get into that, we never touched on Austin Romine. Okay. Austin Romine, this is when, this is, this is where I have no faith. I have no trust. I don't listen to, I, it's in one ear and out the other. When these guys show up back on the field wearing a Yankee uniform is when I'll believe that they're healthy again. Okay. Because I, my last straw was with Gary Sanchez when they said that, oh, he's fine. It's just, we're just being cautious. And then, oh, here we go. Another DL stint. Boone said today that, oh, he's, he's a little banged up, but it's a hundred percent that he's available to play today. No, okay. he's not. He's not. Okay. He's got a boo boo. I don't know. I don't know. He didn't, he didn't, they pressed him for what was wrong with him. And he just said that he was banged up. Whatever. I, what did he get? What did he get hammered last night? I don't know. He uh, he didn't play Saturday. He DH'd. Well, he was probably going to be off Saturday anyway, day game after a night game. You know, Higashioka hit the ball pretty well on Saturday, so I didn't really think too much of it why Romine wasn't in the lineup today. But then Boone came out and said, oh, yeah, he's banged up. Well, you know what? I'm waiting for the news that uh, Ryan LaVarnway is getting called up. So Jesus we can have a, Christ. We can have a f- you know what? You want to talk about when the season's over? <laughs> It's when that happens. When uh, so we have our fourth string catcher uh, up here. I think they said Romine will be back for Tuesday, but yeah, who knows until he's like I said out when he's field. behind the plate. I'll believe it. So again, uh, it started last year with the Aaron Judge shit. That oh, it's only going to be, be a, back. Oh, yeah. be a couple weeks, and then where did he miss seven weeks? Six, seven, eight weeks. You know, the there. season basically went in the toilet at that point. Where toilet in terms of them being able to catch the Red Sox, right? So, 
you know, two things were very close. Up two to three that. weeks is a huge difference from eight or six or seven or however he was injured, you know, and then, you know, oh, yeah, Hicks will only missed the first two series of the year. Now it's May, you know. Oh, yeah, Sevy will be fine. We'll see in May. Now it's June if we're lucky. You know, the same thing with Batances. Oh, late April. Yeah, okay. Another June injury. What about Didi? Oh, you you really have to be on some serious fucking drugs if you think Didi Gregorius is coming back in June. It's Cocaine's a hell of a drug. August. And that's not to say that Didi's not working his ass off to get back, doing everything that he can to get back. Oh, he back. wants to come back so bad. But do you believe the Yankees that you believe at all that there's any type of optimistic return nope. for Didi Gregorius? Nope. Have they even talked about Troy Tulowitzki or is he no, just he's like, done. That's he's it. Done that's it, right? That's what everyone expected. He's injured and that's it. He can't come back. He's done. No, he's I dead. I think uh, they had an update on him the other day, but who cares? Who cares? Seriously. You think Andujar is really going to play through this torn labrum? Just no. get the surgery. This way you can come back and play next year. He'll come back and then I'll have a setback. He'll go for an MRI. It'll be bad news. They'll shut him down. He fucked it up even worse than it already was. Could have been back by next year. Now he's going to have surgery. He might miss half next year's season. Who knows? With the fucking way this news is going now, it's just going to get worse. So, yeah, so um, I don't care what they say. They, I can, We could get an alert right now. Giancarlo Stanton, Gary Sanchez will be in the lineup on, on Tuesday. Won't believe it. Ten Why? doctors have cleared them. Yeah, okay. When I see them actually standing in a batter's box with a bat in their hand is when I will believe it. Or since the game is at home, when I see them take their respective positions, I will actually believe that these guys are healthy. So now I'm not going to be crazy and be like, fire the training staff. Something's got to happen. Well, something's got to happen. But somebody that's got to lose his job is Larry Rothschild. I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm trying to be the level-headed one and, right. not, and not jump off of bridges and demand and guys get fired. But, you know, this news that James Paxson was tipping his pitches in his start against Houston the other day is fucking ridiculous. And wait. Before you keep going, let's just preface because anyone who hasn't heard us talk about Larry Rothschild in the past, let's just say Grandpa this. Grandpa Larry. Let's just say this. We've supported him in a sense of if you look at his numbers as pitching coach, the numbers that that the pitchers have produced since he's been pitching coach have actually been really good. But this is now the second pitcher, big time pitcher for this team that has come out and tipped pitches. And he's not even the one figuring it the fuck out. And that's a problem. That can't happen. Look, to me, the stat that we gave in last episode that he had 14 two-strike foul balls is an indictment on him not having a put-away pitch. Does that mean that guys knew knew what was coming and they they were fouling shit off? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But Was Beltran the one that figured yes. it out? Yes. Yes. That's the problem. That's the Carlos problem. Beltran. That's the problem to me is that not only did he not see something going on, but he wasn't the one ultimately to even figure it out That's and to talk problem. to his pitcher. What do you have a pitching coach for? Who? What do you have a pitching coach for if he's not the one going in, looking at video and figuring this out that Carlos Beltran figured it out that quickly? That's a problem. Here's what This is a major issue right now. That they knew for however long that Severino was tipping his pitches and they couldn't fix it. 
Why? What is your job, Larry? That your ace is tipping pitches and you can't figure it out. You done fucked up, Larry. <laughs> okay. So you want to say that it was just Severino. But now this is the really concerning part. We're 15 games of the season, and we're hearing that another pitcher is tipping his pitches, and it's a guy, Carlos Beltran, who's a special advisor to Brian Cashman, which most of the time is just a jerk-off job that they give to these guys to keep them around the organization in case they need him for something, is the one that figured it out. So maybe he should be the pitching coach. What is Larry doing? He's doing more for the pitchers than Larry. Yeah, you got to get him the fuck out. We said that he shouldn't be here this year anyway. We said that he shouldn't have started the season here anyway. That this was it. Boone didn't need a veteran presence now anymore. Mm-hmm. I dis- I still disagree with that. I mean, he should have had a veteran presence as as his bench coach. Right, but not as a pitching coach because this guy has just lost it. He's been around for how long now? He's fucking sleeping every time He's you look at him. He's fucking like 87. He should retire and just enjoy his family if they want to enjoy him. He doesn't seem like an enjoyable guy. But get the fuck out, please. I'm sick of it. You want to tell me that Larry was there last year because of, you know, the need for a veteran presence on the pit on the coaching staff. I 100 percent agree with that. I have no issues with having a holdover in that sense, especially from Girardi staff. I have no issues with that. But whatever happened last year didn't didn't work for whatever reason you couldn't fix severino josh bard i don't even know what josh bard does on this team what does he do he just fucking i know he's the bench coach he what does he smiles do smiles at people and shakes hands you knew what, you you knew what all of joe girardi's bench coaches did tony pena had a role on this team even going back to uh, joe Torrey, don zimmer had a role on this team Joe, uh, Joe Girardi was it wasn't Joe Girardi wasn't he the bench coach for Tory one year he had a role on yeah. the team I'm pretty sure Don Mattingly served as bench coach at one year yeah he served a role what is Josh Bard's role on this team because he's buddies with Aaron Boone okay it's it's enough of that shit okay even even Brody Van Wagenen who is a novice at being at being in the inner workings of uh of uh, how to construct a major league uh, coaching staff, figured out that it was time to uh, give the bench coach a boot last year and stuck an experienced guy with managerial experience behind Mickey Callaway this year. And it was smart move. Smart move. I think we're going to have a heat stroke up here, by the way. You're sweating so fucking hot. Well, you got to put an air conditioner up. I'm going to put it up. I'm going to put it back up. But then it's going to get cold again this week. <laughs> yeah. New Jersey weather. April in New Jersey. You got to love it. They had to cancel a game in Chicago today because it was snowing. That's great. Really? So at least we don't have to deal with that. Yeah. There's, you know what? It's still too early for me to under, to make a statement that the way that Brian Cashman put this team together is is the wrong way to do it. It's still too early for me to say that. I know fans on Coaching Twitter. staff. Just, when do you think the last time was where the Yankees like stormed out of the gate and just never looked back in a season? It's probably 1998. Yeah, yeah really. Like, Actually, they started one that four that year. But Even that. They just, they're notoriously slow starting franchise. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just who they are. Every single year they... they we had a whole episode about this. Fall behind. How this was the year they, they didn't have an excuse. And then right. the whole team got injured. Yeah. 
Which still isn't really an excuse. You know, is Brian Cashman too smart for his own good? That that could be a, that could be an issue. You know, uh, because anybody of you guys out there that want Boone fired, he's just going to be replaced with another guy that agrees with the analytics and the way Brian Cashman wants to do things. I agree. So will it make you feel better that Carlos Beltran is in the dugout? He's still going to be a slave to the analytics and, you know. Yeah, but maybe he'll be able to fix our pitching staff. You know, David Cohn, I know people are clamoring for David Cohn to be the pitching coach. I Problem. The first time I ever really learned about saber uh, saber metrics and analytics was from listening to David Cohn in the booth. Yeah, it's just managed from the booth. Yeah, fuck you it. know, have K, Paulie, and oh, Coney go up please. there. I don't want Michael K making uh, in-game decisions for this team. Yeah, I wish we had something positive to say, but I, I mean, do have something positive. Yeah, what's that? Uh, and then I'm not going to talk. I thought about it today. CC Sabathia is people might hate me for this top four favorite Yankees of all time that I've lived to Why see. Why would they hate you for that? Live to see because I'm putting him before Bernie. I'm putting him before Bernie Tino. Yeah. Those guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he's, I he's been there a long I love, time. Chris. I love everything. That's CC Sebastian. Was 09 his first year in New York? Yeah, Yeah, right. I love everything that this guy stands for. Me too. I love what he has to say on and off the field. I love how he has his teams back. I love how he can come back from fucking open heart surgery, come back and stop a fucking team from scoring runs and giving his team a great chance to win a baseball game when they needed it more than ever. Yeah, he's really become. I love this fucking guy. I love him. He has become, he is in my top five favorite Yankees of all time. And I'm going to cry when he's fucking done. Yeah. I'm crying. All right. I'm telling you right now. You crying right now a little? I'm getting a little you choked up. I got goosebumps. Uh, open heart surgery. Just, if I had open heart surgery, I'd be fucking oh, done yeah. for three years. No, you'd hang on. And I don't even do anything. Uh, I don't even do anything you athletic. You would have survived the surgery. Just I would have died the surgery. Was, You're right. I would have fucking wrote my will. I would have wrote a letter to everyone. I would have wrote a letter for you to read during the show. And that would have been it for me. But this guy fucking comes back and pitches at a level right off the bat where this this Major League Baseball team called the Chicago White Sox can't even hit him, let alone score a run. He just He's keeps the man. coming back. He's keeps the man. Back. I'm telling you right now, anyone who has a bad word to say about him can go fuck themselves because I love this guy. Three innings and back on the I love this guy. You know he I gave, love him. He told all you to go fuck yourselves yesterday. Definitely. I love Hall him. of Famer. Oh, I don't know. It's borderline. It's borderline. But I, I would... He Definitely, fin- he finishes strong this year. He's going to get in. He reaches 250 and gets over 3,000 strikeouts, yeah. which he's definitely going to get over 3,000 strikeouts. He's already over 250, right? No. Wins? No. He doesn't have 250 wins yet. Was he at 247? I don't know. I'm not stat guy, right? Yeah, but you, stat you're guy like Christian. You're like I know he's close. Man. I know it's coming. It's one of the milestones that uh, he's going to hit those two milestones this year. He's at 29.89. He needs four wins and 11 strikeouts to reach those respective milestones. And you know what? I think that will be enough for him. I really do. It's look at that career bad. ERA. It's a little high for a Hall of Famer, though. Yeah, yeah but, but what was Moose's? Some... What was Moose's career ERA? He was a compiler. I'll look up Moose. Moose was higher than that, I think. I think Moose was. He was a compiler. 
Oh, he's right, right there. Yeah, they actually remember. I think we did this one I episode. Did that. I we compared the two. Yeah. Their, their and numbers has got two hundred and seventy wins. So CC's not going to get CC. Will be a borderline. I mean, just to go from a five twenty eight ERA in twenty fourteen. Oh, he barely. It's really those here, three years. Thir- that. And then thirteen, just fourteen, right and fifteen. Down. If he yeah. didn't have the, he would have had closer to what he was type years. He it it would probably be a lock that he's in the Hall of Fame. But he struggled those three years. But, but then, see, that would put me want me to put him in the Hall of Fame even more than the fact that he was so good. Then he falls off, and now he turns it all around again. Uh, he's you probably know, gonna he's probably gonna get in. He might not be a first ballot Hall. Yeah, he definitely won't be first ballot. Probably getting in. He'll get in. He's well so. respected amongst the right. writers, which it shouldn't matter, but it and no. you know we know it does. It absolutely does. It I mean, does. the writers mean everything. The writers, the writers mean more than the players. They mean more than the players. So, yeah, that's my, I mean, that's my positive uh, take. It's a good positive take. I like that positive. I thought of it yesterday. I was very emotional about it. And you cried a little again. I didn't cry. I was driving. It would have gotten bad. And it was raining. So the Yanks are off tomorrow. So they can't lose, which is good. But then they'll be back in action on Tuesday, which is my wedding anniversary, which I already know is going to be ruined. Wow. Definitely ruined because Chris Sale was 0-3 with a 9 ERA is definitely going to remember that he's Chris Sale on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. You better not even watch the game. And Paxton is uh, going to oppose him 1-2 with a 6 ERA. Uh, you know what? I said this in the last episode when Paxton had a bad start. You know what? You're the big maple. You know, this is the big apple. Show up big on on Tuesday. If you lose, if James Paxton loses one nothing. That's not on James Paxton, and I will say, you know what? You did what you had to do. That's not on you. I need to, even if they lose, I need to be able to come here next time we record and say that about him. Yeah, I agree with that. And then uh, Wednesday, the Sox are, it says here on at-bat TBD, but unless something changed, uh, yes, had uh, Evaldi uh, starting that game, and Evaldi's ERA is hovering around eight. But I'm sure that he's going to remember that he's a World Series hero oh, yeah. on on a Wednesday. Oh yeah, and Hap is pitching to a 8.76 year rate, which is just which is just stellar. Oh yeah, no. And then it's four against the Royals. So I mean, what do you say? Best case scenario, three and three here. I don't even know what to expect. I mean, oh, it's two. It's two four. Yeah. Yeah, don't you remember the the new thing with the two two game series now? I'm fine with it as long as we don't have to, they don't have to travel. You know. Imagine now, take a look at that uh, that London series in in June. All these people over there were hyped that they were getting the Yankees uh, and Red Sox. They both could be under 500. That won't happen. So, uh, so stupid. They have to play in London. It's going to be tough to do a second show this week because they're all night games with no day off. So we'll have to, you know, if we figure something out, we figure something out. If not, we'll be back after uh, the Royal Series wraps up on uh, Sunday, a 105 game. Chris and I will, we're uh, card subject to change, but we're supposed to be going to the game on Saturday. Yes. Chris has had bad luck trying to get to games this year. Yes. But, Haven't been that upset about it. But I, I have the tickets in my hand, so. Haven't been that upset. I'm waiting. For, I'm expecting a call late Friday, no. early Saturday. No, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So you know, I I would like to end the show on a positive note, but I really I really just don't have one. I I would just like to see this team play a better brand of baseball. Even if they go out there and lose four out of these next six games, if they're 
playing clean baseball and just losing, you know what? You deal with it, I guess, because like we keep saying, this team is banged up. And, you know, to put a bow on it, yeah, they should be playing better. They still should be beating these bad teams. But it's still like a day like today. You When you're getting a little rally going and you don't have Glaber Torres coming up or even Clint Frazier coming up, you got Mike Talkman and uh, uh, Kyle Higashioka coming up because you don't have Andujar or Sanchez or Stanton in this lineup to lengthen it out. It does affect the team. It does. There's just no other way around it. But they have to be better. That's just the bottom line. So follow us on Twitter at uh, NYY Sports Talk. Uh, follow our sponsors, Baseballism at Baseballism. Check them out at Baseballism.com. Stat Guy Rye. Go Yanks. Chris. Say goodbye. Peace.